right, wall fans, welcome to, as always, another exciting edition of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. This is episode 28, and I am, of course, your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We are doing a little live feed action tonight on the Facebook, so bear with me if things get a little confusing. It's because you're not, you didn't watch the Facebook live feed, which is okay, because I actually learned this week that as of last week, we actually have some listeners in Russia, interestingly enough. I don't know how they caught wind of the podcast, uh, because obviously they don't have access to the same social media sites as everyone else here in the U.S., so either way, it's just kind of funny. We got some listeners in Russia now. Uh, and as they say in Soviet Russia, podcasts listen to you. It's not actually a, th- the, not actually a fact. Keep that in mind. All right, let's kick things off. Episode 28 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. It is Thursday night, and we are kicking things off with a little bit of social plugs. As always, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash go tell to the wall or on twitter at tell the wall pod and you can always follow my personal twitter account which is at magic muppets to check those out for little updates and lots of common sense during the week between our weekly episodes of go tell to the wall uh just want to get into a couple things and i'm going to give everyone a fair warning exhaustion is setting in for me right now uh, I, ha- I had an event last night for Cal's Game Night. I've mentioned before I work some events for Cal's Game Night. Uh, Cal's a great guy. Cal's Game Night is an awesome company, and it's fantastic. If you're interested in, in having a game night at your house or at your party or anywhere else, check them out on Facebook. Check out the website. Just Google Cal's Game Night, uh, and you can actually request me personally to come to your house or your event. No guarantees, uh, simply because I'm just all over the place with my bookings and everything else. Uh, but like I said, I was doing a little bit of uh, the game night out in Beverly Hills last night. Didn't get home until a little bit after midnight, so I am exhausted, I'll be honest. Completely exhausted. Uh, and on top of that, I decided my wife and I went out to uh, uh, to Hollywood on Tuesday, saw Hamilton. I'll probably talk a little bit about that at some point because I know many of you out there that are into theater and musical theater are probably extremely jealous. Uh, I know a lot of my friends were, were a little bit jealous as well uh, simply because tickets are not that easy to get. Uh, for Hamilton, even here in L.A. They were impossible in New York, and it's even more difficult here in L.A. Um, So maybe we'll talk about that a little. We'll see how that goes. All right. Uh, Oh, and I just want to give a little bit of warning to everybody. There's going to be a little bit of ranting this week. we got a lot of common sense going on, lots of stuff to talk about, and uh, it's just kind of the nature of the beast. So beware. A lot of that stuff's going to be happening this week as well. Um, And just prepare yourselves. Prepare yourselves if you're watching on a live stream or if you're listening to the podcast. It's episode 28. It's time to get a little bit real on some stuff because some people have been getting a little ridiculous out there when it comes to certain things that have been happening in the world right now, especially in our country, in the United States of America. Uh, One other thing, I know many of you out there, I wish I could do a decent drum roll. Many of you out there really enjoyed this segment and we kind of left it to the side for a couple episodes there. Part of it was because of time. Part of it was also because I just haven't been wanting to talk about it simply because I'm having a little FOMO and it is setting in just unbelievably over the past week or so. Uh, Nonetheless, we are this week looking at the return of the Burning Man segment. That's right. I know you all are clapping out there as you're listening in your car or listening at home or watching on the live stream. I hope you're clapping because this is probably our most popular segment uh, out there. I get the best feedback on the Burning Man segment, and since most people are actually heading out to the Nevada desert right now, I want to talk about some things. So we're going to get into a little Burning Man as well. So stick around for all of those things, uh, and as as always, 
always lots and lots and lots of common sense. But of course, all that common sense comes with a little bit of passion because you should have passion in anything you do. That's just really the way it works. You know, it happens that way. Have passion no matter what you do. Make sure you have passion when you're doing it. Uh, so, all right, let's get into it. We got a little bit of social media news. Uh, we got a little bit of social media news this week. And really, I'll be honest, usually I like to try to get to some of the funny stuff when it comes to social media. And some of it is funny. But we're going to get a little bit real here with social media and kind of the impact that social media can have when it comes to to the landscape of, of, of our daily lives, I guess you could say, uh, these days. So let's get into a little bit of that. Now, I'll start off with a little bit of comedy because I came across this one today, actually, uh, and I think it just happened. might have just happened today. I'm not positive on that. Nobody hold me to that. However, I found an article about Mr. Tom DeLonge. 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 I making weird pronunciations for his name. If you're not familiar with Tom DeLong, he was one of the original members of the great band Blink-182, one of the lead singers along with Mark Hoppus. He left the band a little while ago prior to their most recent album that came out last year. Uh, and there's been, I'm not going to get into all these details and stuff on, on it was a bit of a, uh, a nasty breakup, I guess you could say. Um, but the interesting thing is, and this is, I found this important when it comes to social media, uh, because this is the world that we live in right now, and that would be what happened to Tom today. There was an article that came out today talking about how Tom DeLong liked a meme on Instagram. And the reason this was relevant, and the reason I guess they felt the need to write an article about it, is he liked a meme that was making fun of Blink-182 and making fun of their most recent album, which is California. An album came out last year. Now, I found this interesting because this is the day and age we live in where news can be something as simple as an artist liking something on a social platform. It's amazing. So, I say this because wall fans, you need to keep this in mind whenever you're doing something out there. Now, I get it. Tom DeLonge has a little more, uh, he, he's a little more notable. You know, he has a little more notoriety. I get that. He's a little more recognizable. However, this is the world we live in where this has become news Tom DeLong liking a disparaging meme on Instagram warranted an article by a music website talking about how he liked something. He liked something on Instagram, and everyone felt the need to, not everyone, I guess this website felt the need to, to exemplify that to everyone and point it out simply because he liked something. The funny thing is, he might have just thought it was funny, and it probably wasn't even, most likely wasn't even a jab at Blink-182. I'm sure it wasn't. He's done some interviews. It was a nasty breakup. He's done some interviews since then, uh, and I think they've kind of come to terms with everything and realized that they just don't fit together. Uh, they, they just simply don't. And so we've, we've gotten to that point. However, this is social media. This is the world we live in where information moves like almost at the speed of light is we get articles about an artist liking a disparaging meme about a band he used to be into. Keep that in mind, wall fans. Keep that in mind whenever you're liking anything on any social platform. Now I get most of us out there don't have the notoriety that Tom uh, that Tom does, uh, but it's still something to keep in mind. Still something to keep in mind. And this next topic I want to talk about makes it even more of a reason to keep that in mind. Um, so this one came out, I want to say last week. I can't keep track of all these little articles and stuff that, that come out. However, there was an article posted on... Um, uh, Fox Sports in San Diego. And I believe other places had picked this up as well. The headline on this, and I found this as I was scrolling through social media, the headline on this, Cheating Woman Gets Caught on TV with Her Boy Toy. Now, since then, they have added a little, little dash and updated in all caps. But they did not change the headline on this. 
the interesting thing now I clicked on it because I thought it was funny and I thought it was something to talk about honestly on the podcast because it's kind of funny this is just one of those funny things however when you scroll down and look at the update it came out that there that the people in this this article are actually married and I'll give you a little bit of background on it so there's a man and a woman sitting at a game. Uh, it's actually a Boston Red Sox game. So I've got a little bit of love for them just based on that because they're actually Red Sox fans. Uh, I don't think they were in Boston. This might have been uh, in Cleveland. I believe this was in Cleveland. The Red Sox were, were playing in the, uh, oh, man, almost slipped up and gave their, their name. The Cleveland baseball team, uh, they were playing the Cleveland baseball team this week. So I guess it's, this did happen this week. Uh, and what happened was they caught him on video or on live TV, rather, and the guy had his arm around the girl sitting next to him, the, the lady sitting next to him. And just, kind of, you know, they've got the shot on him and everything else, which is kind of funny. Uh, and she kind of looks over and they, they they both make these kind of weird faces. And he takes his arm away from being around like her shoulders and stuff. And he's looking at the field. And so that little live shot turned into an article coming out of extra Fox Sports uh, or extra. I can't keep track of what, what they call all these things. Fox Sports is a sports radio station in San Diego felt they needed to post this article has nothing to do with San Diego uh, but you know anything to get clicks that's the world we live in with social media uh, so they 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 posted this article cheating woman gets caught on TV with her boy toy and then like I said they didn't change the actual headline on the article so people are still clicking this people are still seeing a picture of this couple at this baseball game thinking that this woman is cheating on her boyfriend, husband, whatever else. Well, if you scroll down a little bit, they have a little bit of an update. And this couple that was at the baseball game, these Boston Red Sox fans, yeah, they're actually married. They're actually married. But this is the world we live in. And I want to unpack this a little bit because this is twofold. Not only do we live in this world where information moves at the speed of light, you know, but we see something and we jump to conclusions right away. And because information moves at the speed of light, it comes out there whether it's right or wrong, no matter what. I get it. Everyone's talking fake news and all this other blah, 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 blah. Okay? It's out there. However, what we need to do as people that consume this, and honestly, as media, you know, myself, anyone else out there who's doing, putting anything out there in the world, any kind of media, is fact check. Is fact check. You know? It would have taken maybe five minutes for whoever wrote this article, whoever's working for Fox Sports in San Diego, for that radio station to just say, oh, whoops, they were married. It didn't mean anything. And they actually got a quote from the couple. What happened was there was a bad play. And it was funny because as I'm watching this video and didn't even get to the updated part, and I could see the guy, he moves his arm and he kind of looks at the field. You can tell he's looking at the baseball field. And I was like, that's kind of the face I make, you know, if, if a batter strikes out or, or someone on the sock gets an error. I'm like, oh, oh, that's, that's, maybe that's not, you know. And that's really what was happening here. Now, I say bad on Fox Sports San Diego, first of all, for not updating the entire headline. You know, I get you want to leave it up because you're kind of owning up to the fact that you did this. However, update the headline. Don't just put updated on it. You know why they didn't update the headline? Because they wanted to get as many clicks as possible because that's the world we live in. That's what happens in, in this day and age is, is everything's all about clicks. It's all about likes, regardless of actual fact, regardless of truth. And you know what else on top of that is this woman and this man had their photo all over social media sites and both of them being painted as cheaters. Both of them being painted as cheaters completely unnecessarily. Completely unnecessarily. Hey, Bridget, I hope you got that uh, photo, the photo we posted earlier with the, uh, the actual beer we're drinking this week. I'll talk about it in a few here. I want to I wanna continue unpacking this. Because we're going to talk more about this kind of double standard later in the episode. What really gets me about this, what really, really, really gets me about this is everyone jumped to conclusions here. Completely jumped to conclusions here on this. Posted an entire article 
on a major website in San Diego for a major sports station in San Diego. Now, think back. What did I say that headline was? What was that headline? Cheating woman gets caught on TV with her boy toy. Cheating woman gets caught on TV with her boy toy. So not only are we jumping to conclusions that someone's cheating on someone simply because he removes his arm from behind, like around her shoulders, but it's automatically the woman's fault. It's automatically the woman who is cheating has nothing to do with the man. No one's jumping to a conclusion that this man is cheating on his wife or girlfriend with another woman. No, it is the cheating woman. That's the ridiculousness. That to me is the most ridiculous part of all of this is not only are they jumping to conclusions, but they, they just completely off base on this, completely off base on this and automatically going to pointing out that a woman is cheating. That's a double standard and that is unacceptable. It's completely unacceptable that this kind of stuff occurs. Now I realize it's free reign. Everyone has free reign on social media. In fact, we're going to talk a little bit more about that and people posting inaccuracies on social media and using it to lift themselves up or maybe lift up people that they support or parties that they support or presidents that they support, uh, which we don't get political on the show. However, we talk a lot about common freaking sense. And this is common sense. So Fox Sports San Diego Extra 1360, take down the article. Take down this article. This is ridiculous. It shouldn't be there. And if you want to leave the article up, don't just put updated at the end. Don't put updated at the end. Say, hey, guys, it, sh it should. the title should be, we screwed up. You should read this to see how we screwed up. That's what the title of this should be. You know, that's what should be going on right now. However... They don't want to. Why? Because they want clicks. And they don't care about the fact that they're being completely sexist. Completely sexist by assuming it's the woman that's cheating here. And even, even if someone had been cheating, let's say the woman was cheating on her husband and that guy didn't have a wife or girlfriend, they're still both cheating. It's still infidelity. You know? Come on now. But it's the woman's fault. It's the woman who's cheating with her boy toy. With her boy toy, wall fans. Yes, that's what's going on. That's what we deal with on an everyday basis. Think about that, wall fans. Just think about that for a second. Think about it. How ridiculous that is. And we're going to talk a little bit more about double standards when it comes to men and women later in the podcast. So make sure you don't go anywhere, especially if you're watching on a live stream. Uh, and of course, make sure you're subscribing. If you're only watching on a live stream and this is the first time you're consuming Go Tell Us The Wall podcast, make sure you subscribe. Uh, Google Play. We are on Google Play, uh, Go Tell It To The Wall, or on iTunes, of course, just search Go Tell It To The Wall, or on our hosting website, which is Podomatic. You can check that out as well. I would like to give a little shout out to Podomatic. They've been great with uh, with the hosting for the, the podcast and everything else. Um, and there's actually a new site coming for the podcast itself, which I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about when it actually gets out there and we've got time uh, to get the Go Tell It To The Wall staff on, on actually getting that finished up and published. So stay tuned for that as well. All right, we got one more thing on social media right now, and this one is a serious one now. And I really want to talk about that, especially any wall fans out there that have kids, because this is important. When it comes to social media, we, we've all become kind of blind. I remember I saw a meme a while ago that was, you know, internet in the 90s was like, don't talk to strangers and, and don't get into strangers' cars. But now we live in a world where it's like, yeah, talk to everyone on the internet and call a stranger's car to come pick you up and then get in that car, you know? But we got to remember, people are still people, you know? Unfortunately, human beings can be bad people. And that's just a fact, you know? I like to go on the assumption that most people are good people. However, 
even if 99% of people of, of the world population are good people and are not looking to to harm anyone or, or steal from anyone or anything else there's still 1% even if it's 99.9% there's still 0.01% think about that think about that 0.1% sorry i didn't do so well in math that's why i went to film school law fans not a lot of math in film school it just doesn't happen all right so i actually came across this 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 article today uh, and i have I've heard of this app before. I've never used it myself, so I'm not super familiar with it. However, there's an app called Musical.ly, Musical.ly. I'm not sure how exactly it's pronounced. Now, it's an app where you can apparently make your own music videos and you can share them. It's very much social-based and everything else. What happened was there was this father in Illinois uh, that had his 7-year-old daughter w was able to use this, and she was communicating with, like, her cousins and stuff, and harmless, playing little music videos and stuff with, with their cousins and other relatives and everything else. But you got to remember that all these little apps and stuff, they have a social aspect to them. In fact, most of these social platforms, you're not, you, you're not actually technically allowed to be on them until you're, most of them are like 13. That's what it is. In fact, when I was working at Disney years ago, we had to, to change everything uh, because we were running a lot of things on social platforms. And before that, it was 12 and older. Uh, and we moved everything to 13 and older simply because everything was being done on social platforms. And you had to technically be 13 to be, even on Facebook. Technically, you have to be 13 years old to even have a Facebook account. That is in, in the Facebook rules and everything else. Uh, and it's the same thing with this musical, musical.ly, musical.ly app. Uh, you're actually technically supposed to be 13. What happened was his father in Illinois, uh, and I'm not going to give his name because he, he was doing his due diligence, and, and honestly, I'm, I wouldn't even fault him necessarily for that. This is more of just a, a fair warning to anyone out there with kids, or really anybody, if you're using these apps, keep in mind. Uh, so he... His daughter actually came to, to inform him, and this is where good parenting comes in it comes into play, you know, because you need to teach your kids that stuff like this shouldn't be happening. And apparently an adult male on this app had messaged this seven-year-old girl in Illinois and asked for uh, topless, shirtless pictures of herself in the messaging feature. Shirtless pictures of herself. Seven-year-old girl, shirtless pictures of herself. This was an adult male asking for this. So immediately, you know, the, the father sees this and he's like, no, 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 and reports it and everything else. But he didn't realize that his seven-year-old daughter could be contacted by adults through this app. They're able to just message her. Luckily, she was smart enough to know, no, no, I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be sending shirtless photos to some random stranger on this app. But this is, I guarantee this isn't going to be the last time we see something like this, unfortunately. So just be aware out there, especially if you have kids, if you plan on having kids, or even just for yourself, even if you're an adult, don't get duped on social media. Don't get pulled into things, you know, just 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 be careful out there. Because remember, a lot of this is a public platform, you know, like I talked about that couple at the baseball game. They did nothing wrong. They're enjoying a baseball game. They're married, and they still get disparaged on social media. Uh, poor Tom DeLonge. I'm not even a big fan of Tom DeLonge. All he did was like a meme. Liked a meme. And there's an article about out there about how much he hates Blink-182 simply because he liked a funny meme. I mean, this is the, that's, that's the speed of information right now, and that is the, the open nature of social platforms right now. That's what's happening. So keep that in mind, wall fans. Be careful out there. Be careful out there. And remember, everything, everything you do, everything we do at Go Tell It to the Wall should be done in love and lifting others up, not putting anybody down, and definitely not trying to dupe people. Ugh can't stand that I just can't I get these spam calls every day and I've started answering them and I right and I recognize like spam numbers I'm getting and I, st I used to just ignore them 
Now I answer my pickup and I just say, stop, stop. And it's usually some guy on the other, huh, huh, stop. And that's all I do is I say, stop, stop, stop. Eventually they stop calling because they, they realize they're not getting anything out of my phone number when they actually call. All right, let's move along a little bit. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining in on the live stream. As I mentioned earlier, I'm exhausted. I don't know how long we're going to be able to go. We'll try to do the entire length of everything. Um, and actually, this is probably a good time to talk about this week's beer. This week, we've got a nice little beer from Deschutes Brewery. I'll show everyone on the live stream. That would be the Inversion IPA, Inversion India Pale Ale. Uh, and I actually chose Deschutes this week. Um, and I just bought it today. I've been trying to inform everyone of which beers we're doing on a weekly basis. However, like I said, I, I, I was at Hamilton on Tuesday. I had I was in Beverly Hills until after midnight last night doing an event. Uh, so this was the quickest I could get it. However, I did choose this one with a reason, and that is because in, in, in honor of, I guess, the, the uh, solar eclipse on Monday, uh, one of the areas of totality was Oregon, and Deschutes Brewery happens to be in Bend, Oregon, uh, and I believe Bend was actually like right on the path of totality there. I actually had some friends that were up there that happened to live in Oregon and some other friends that went up there uh, to go check it out and, and deal with all that madness and traffic and everything else. Personally, I sat inside while Zofia napped, and I watched it on television. I didn't even look at it up in the sky. You know, we only had like 67% coverage here in Los Angeles. I wasn't about to go outside and look at it in the sky and potentially blind myself and everything. I remember that when we had one in like 1991, I was like a young adolescent teenager, whatever I was, uh, and I remember like, oh, the, oh the, the eclipse. Uh, and it was during the summer, you know, so I wasn't in school, and I remember I was like, I'm going to go check it out. And I, and my my mother says, I'll never forget it. She said, do not look at the sun. Do not look at it. You will go blind. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go. I'm not even going to go outside. And I sat inside and played, played like video games or something. I can't remember exactly what I was doing. Uh, so again, this time around, I fully respect going to check it out. I mean, it's gorgeous and everything else, but I just, I wasn't even messing with it. I watched it on television. A bunch of news stations had coverage of it. Uh, I, you know, I think even like ESPN was covering it just because it was like the thing, thing to be doing uh, on Monday morning, uh, Monday afternoon. Uh, my mother's actually watching the live stream right now and hearing me me tell stories about her um, <laughs> and telling me I was going to go blind looking at the, the solar eclipse. So, nonetheless, Deschutes Inversion IPA, Inversion India Pale Ale, I'm enjoying it. It's a good one. It's a little bit lighter IPA, still hoppy, not as, 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 as high octane as some of the other ones. Uh, I want to say it's like a 6%. Oh, 6.8. See, you, all breweries should have the percentage on the bottle, on the bottle. That's what you need to have, and Deschutes, good on you for having that. Uh, but a lot of the IPAs that come out, and some of the ones we drink on the show are like 8%. So this is a little little lighter, uh, and it's good. I do recommend Deschutes Brewery. I've been drinking beers from them uh, for, for many years now, uh, really ever, probably ever since they came to Southern California because I've been an IPA fan for, for quite a while, and, and uh, I'm sure I was. this was one of the ones I was getting into at that time when I first got into the IPAs. Uh, hey, Uncle Guy. Uh, my uncle's joining the. We got a bunch of people on here. So, like I said, on the on the Facebook live broadcast, uh, the uh, the live feed. You know, if you got anything to say, we are gonna get a little ridiculous here. Uh, but but hit me up, hit me up. Just remember, there's a delay, and I can't get to all of these comments and stuff. I I try as much as I can. It's really just me glancing over to the comments and everything else. Uh, all right, moving along, moving along here. We're gonna get into a little TV film books. Do not have a lot this week on TV film and books. But I will say, Game of Thrones 
Game of Frickin' Thrones, man, every week. I'm and Don't turn off the podcast. Don't turn off the live feed if you're doing anything else, you know, uh, but because I'm not doing any spoilers. I'm not giving any spoilers, but if, you, if you're a fan of the show and you're watching and everything else, uh, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, last week, and we are about to get into the season finale of season seven this coming Sunday. I could not be more excited for anything on television other than Game of Thrones as I am right now because it's just, it's, it's, oh, it's so fast paced and everything's going on right now. And, and it's like, and again, no spoilers, uh, but everyone, stuff that we've been kind of hinting at and, 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 and theorizing on for, for a few seasons now is starting to come true and they're finally moving things along. It's so funny because, again, I'm not going to give spoilers, but there was a point like two episodes ago. Uh, where a bunch of characters go to do something. And over the past, like the first six seasons of Game of Thrones, when a character's like, I'm going to go travel to here, it takes them like an entire season. And this season, they're just not even messing around with with the travel time or anything. They're like, nope, boom, 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 boom. People are almost like teleporting to places, uh, which is, I understand the first, like a lot of people have been frustrat- frustrated timeline-wise and like kind of how time moves in the world of, oh, I'm with the Uncle Guy. I actually posted something. I don't want to say that one out loud in case there are people that haven't seen last week's, uh, but I am 100% with you on that one, Uncle Guy. He's actually posting something that I theorized about uh, on Facebook this week as well. Um, of course, I gave the little spoiler alert and everything, but I am behind that one uh, 100% has to do with a little bit of dragon action in the Game of Thrones. That's not a spoiler. If if you don't know there are dragons in Game of Thrones by now, you, I, like, I can't feel bad for spoilers. When, when I say spoiler alert, it's like this season. I'll give you, like, this season, and that's it. We ain't going, we ain't going past this, you know, like, you know, if, if you're like, but, oh, I haven't watched season four yet. Yeah, dude, that was, like, three years ago. You, you got to catch up. And I get it. Like, you know, sometimes you, you get around to watching shows later and everything else. Game of Thrones. I've said it before on this podcast, and I'll say it right now. That is the one show that my wife and I watch right away on Sunday night. I mean, we could be out doing something on Sunday night, and like, be, when you have a nine-month-old at home, you got to go to bed at a decent time. We'll be up until like midnight watching the freaking Game of Thrones because I don't want spoilers. I don't want to get up in the morning and see stuff on social media and everything else and, and, and have it spoiled. That is the one show that we watch Sunday night, not, not live necessarily, but like on Sunday night. We're watching it within like the four hours after it comes out on HBO. Um, <laughs> I won't spoil what happens to Sean Bean. <laughs> Sean Bean's Ned Stark, if you're not familiar with that actor's name. Uh, so I won't spoil that one. That would be season one. Yeah, yeah. Catch up. Catch up if you ain't seen it yet. I highly recommend Game of Thrones. It's a fantastic show. It's probably one of my favorite shows. Honestly, it's probably one of my favorite shows ever. Um, it is that good of a show. It's just a fantastic show. Uh, all right, moving along. Oh, one thing I will say is season finale on Sunday, if you are an avid watcher like myself, prepare yourself for cliffhangers because you know we're going to get a bunch of cliffhangers. You know we're going to get a bunch of cliffhangers. I am rooting for for a particular character to die on Sunday. I don't know that I'm going to get it. I was ho- There was actually two characters I was hoping would die this season, and uh, we're probably at most we're probably going to get one on uh on Sunday, we'll see what happens. All right, moving along, moving along. This is an interesting one, especially because last week I was talking about Disney and Disney moving away from Netflix and all of that other stuff. Uh, just recently, it came out that Shonda Rhimes. If you're not familiar with Shonda Rhimes, she is is the brilliant mind behind um, 
Oh my gosh, someone help me. Scandal. Scandal, and she's got a couple other shows uh, on television as well, but Scandal being one of her big ones, and, and she is the amazing creative mind behind those shows. She had a contract with ABC Studios and was doing all this through ABC Scandals on ABC and her other shows, I believe. All of them were on ABC. Well, it just was announced, la I want to say last week. I don't keep track of actual dates, Wall fans. If you haven't noticed this, um, Grey's Anatomy. Thank you, Bridget. I knew there was another big one on ABC. Grey's Anatomy was one of her other big ones. I was trying to remember. It was right at the top of my mind, and I couldn't get there. I was never a Grey's fan myself. I don't, I don't watch Scandal either, despite the fact that I have a very good friend that works on Scandal. Shh, don't tell him. Don't tell, don't tell him I don't watch Scandal. I don't think he cares. Um, but it was interesting because Shonda Rhimes last week announced that she is moving over to Netflix. So this doesn't mean Scandal is, is leaving ABC or anything. Those shows belong to ABC. She's, I'm sure she still has a, a certain amount of input on them and everything else. Uh, but those are staying on ABC. However, she's moving to Netflix for any new show that she develops. Now, and I found this interesting because last week we were talking about Disney and Disney pulling out of Netflix and everything else and how that landscape has entirely changed. And really, I've talked about that almost since the beginning of Go Tell It to the Wall is how that landscape is constantly changing and how we consume television and entertainment in different ways than we did, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you know, really as much as five years ago. This, this landscape has changed because, uh, you know, distributors like Amazon and Hulu and Netflix have original programming, you know? So even ten, 10 years ago, they didn't have that original programming even. Now, it's original programming. And it's really put these distributors on another level as far as programming and, and the content that they're able to put out. The content, we got to finger quote the content because we love content here at Go Tell It to the Wall. That's right. As you know, if you've been a listener, we love uh, content. Uh, so I just found this interesting. And we're shifting further and further to digital consumption. You know, and like I said, I've, I've, I've not shied away from it at all. We are cord cutters here in the O'Rourke household. We do not have cable. We have internet, obviously. I don't think you can live without internet, you know, these days. I don't know who could. Um, obviously, you can live without internet. That is being very harsh. Let me just take that back a little bit. I don't think you can do certain things like this. I couldn't be doing a live feed on Facebook right now without internet. I couldn't post this podcast without internet. I'd have to go to like Starbucks or something and use their Wi-Fi. So it's not to say we can't live without internet. However, many of us in this day and age work in mediums where we do need to have internet, you know, so obviously I have internet at the house. But like I said, no cable television. We've got Hulu, Netflix, um, and that kind of stuff, but no cable television. I do have HBO Go. You know, I deal with HBO Go simply to watch Game of Thrones. That's super important. Um, but overall, no, no cable package. I pay so much less than what people pay for, for cable television. I was asking my father when he, he my dad was in town, uh, like around 4th of July, and I can't remember what the number was, but he told me what he's paying for, um, like, satellite television. And my, my dad's a television watcher. I get it. My parents love watching television. I get it. You know, they've got their the, the DVR or TiVo, whatever, you know, whatever they use. Um, so so if, that's, if, if that's your main form of entertainment, I get And honestly, if you, you know, if you have the money or anything else, and it's not so much that I don't have the money, I just don't feel the need to pay money for that. But I remember he was telling me, and I can't remember the exact number, but I was blown. I was like, you got to be kidding me. That's what you're paying a month for television, for cable, for satellite television? You know, they, or either way, cable is the same thing. They've got satellite and cable is the same thing. It's ridiculous the amount of money you have to pay for this kind of stuff. It's crazy. It is it is unbelievable the amount of money you have to pay for this kind of stuff. Uh, and that's why we are cord cutters here in the O'Rourke house. And I know many, many friends. Actually, I would say I probably have more... Um, more friends and in, in kind of I don't even want to I don't even mean inner circle like regular friends 
you know, kind of take away acquaintances because I, I wouldn't know. But regular friends that are cord cutters and don't have actual cable. They they consume through Netflix and Hulu and everything else. You know, I watch a lot of television. It's all consumed through Hulu and Netflix and and, and those platforms and other digital platforms, you know. I, I, I do a lot of YouTubing these days, which, which I, I, it was always hard for me to get into, but you know, when, uh, when you're, when your brother-in-law and your sister-in-law, you know, make their money off of YouTube, you tend to get into it and then you get sucked into the YouTube hole and everything else. And then of course there's go tell it's the wall content on YouTube. If you haven't followed our channel on YouTube, go on YouTube, search, go tell it's the wall and you'll see all kinds of cool videos and stuff. Um, don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up because it's, it's similar to the podcast and the live feeds. You're getting a little more if you're doing the live feed and the podcast. Of course, this is not the way you promote things and try to get people to go to your YouTube channel, but I'm just being honest with you because at Go Tell to the Wall, we use common sense and we do it with passion, uh, and I am passionate about being honest with all of the Wall fans and using common sense to, to convey our point. You know, convey my points. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about, TV, film, books. It was really all TV this week. I don't know, even know why that's the little combo thing. I got to I gotta work that out. We got to work some format stuff out here. You know, it's a constant, ever-evolving situation uh, for every episode of Go Tell Us The Wall podcast. So we'll probably switch that up a little bit. But one more show I want to talk about, uh, and on the note of Netflix original programming, is a little show called Glow that came out a little while ago. Now, I am way behind, so many of you out there that are avid listeners have probably already li watched all of Glow. Their, the first season came out on Netflix, uh, and Netflix likes to just put everything out right away so you can totally binge watch it and everything else. Glow, G-L-O-W, stands for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Now, if you're a child of the 80s like myself, you probably remember women's wrestling was a thing in the 80s. The WWF, I think it was WWF back then. It's so hard to keep track simply because... It, it's changed names. Like, I think it's WWE now. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was WWF back then. That's the professional wrestling. That's Hulk Hogan and and uh, Andre the Giant and, and Macho Man Randy Savage. I was never a uh, wrestling watcher myself, but I do remember when, when uh, women's wrestling came out. So, so GLOW, like I said, stands for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And it's a funny sitcom-style show, uh, fictional show. However, based on the idea that of women's wrestlers from the 80s, so it's set in the 80s. Um, it, it, it stars Alison Brie. If you're not familiar with Alison Brie, she was on Community. Uh, she was Annie on Community. She was also on um, Mad Men. Uh, she was a smaller character on Mad Men as well. Uh, she's the main character on there, and it's, it's very 80s. It's, it's an interesting TV show. I've enjoyed it. It's funny, um, and like I said, just so 80s. So if you're a child of the 80s, uh, you will not only recognize when women's wrestling kind of became a thing in the 80s, but all the 80s culture that's going on in GLOW. So check it out. It's on Netflix. Uh, you can totally binge watch it. I'm only like, my wife and I are only like three episodes in, but I do recommend it. Um, and especially, like I said, if you're a child of the 80s or even lived in the 80s or you can appreciate 80s pop culture, uh, I can pretty much promise you you'll at least enjoy it to an extent. You may not love it, but you'll enjoy it to an extent. So check it out, GLOW on Netflix. Um, all right, we're moving along to music. I don't have a lot of music this week, uh, but I do want to put a plea out there to all the Wall fans. Hit me up on Facebook because I'm looking for some new music to consume. I really am. You know, I listen to a lot of crappy punk rock, but I listen to everything. Any kind of music, I listen to it. So hit me up on the Facebook page or on the Twitter. If you found a new band or anything like that or new artist, whatever it is, let me know. Let me know. And if I like them, maybe we'll talk about it on the podcast. And if I hate them, maybe we'll talk about it on the podcast. If they're okay, maybe we'll talk about it on the podcast. You never know. 
Hmm, you never know. I mean, geez, we talk about Gimme Motion and, and Cloudside like every freaking week. Oh, yeah. So check out Gimme Motion on Spotify as well as Cloudside on Spotify. And that music video from Gimme Motion, that, that music video that came out, ooh, check it out. Check it out. Cutest dinosaur on the face of the earth. I'm telling you, I guarantee it. But hit me up. I'm looking for new artists and stuff. And one thing that came to me, and actually I have this story um, that I was going to talk about at the end of the podcast, but I'm going to throw it in here because it has a lot to do with music. Um, and this is me just being a little bit real with all of you wall fans for a minute here. Uh, and that would be, uh, gosh, yes, was it yesterday? Yes. Yesterday I was having a, a bit of a rough day. Things are going on. You know, when you have a nine-month-old, things can be a little hectic. Uh, I, I often get discouraged with a lot of things that are happening in the world. And I will be honest, one of the main things that has had me heated over the past two weeks, and we've talked about it on the podcast, is the difference in protesting and everything else and, and the hatred, the blatant hatred that's going on in our country and in the world today. So I'm standing in line at Vaughn's. And this is, it's weighing heavy on my mind, and I was having a bad day yesterday. I'm standing in line at Vons. I've got my stuff on the little conveyor belt, and I've got, I've got my daughter, Zofia, strapped to my chest. She's in the, in the carrier as we're walking around and waiting to check out. And you know, every grocery store has a, uh, has a like, PA system. They're playing music and everything. Like I said, rough day, and I'm just I'm so frustrated with, with the hatred. That's the main thing is the freaking hatred in this country right now and in the world right now, and it's, 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 it's getting to me. I go from angry to sad to just, and back to angry and back to sad over what's happening right now. So I'm standing in line. This is weighing heavy on me. I'm having a bad day. And uh, randomly, Michael Jackson, man in the mirror, comes on the PA system. And I'm standing in line, waiting. And it just hits me like a ton of bricks. Hits me like a ton of bricks. And I started crying. I'll admit it. I started crying in line with my nine-month-old daughter strapped to my chest. Because all that weight was coming down on me. All the weight of that hatred and that ignorance and everything else that's happening in this world today came down on me. And that got me thinking about the power of music. Because no matter who you are, no matter what kind of music you listen to, music has an influence. And that influence is a beautiful thing. So I encourage you, if you've got some hate in your heart right now, go check out Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. Or maybe another song. That might soften you a little bit and make you realize that we're all in the same race together. And that's the freaking human race. Nobody's getting out alive. As much as you elbow others and other races and everything else, you ain't getting out alive. So you know what you do in your time on this earth? Be kind to others. Lift each other up. Love others instead of hating others for stupid reasons. Because, oh, and, and don't get me wrong. I hate people. I hate crying Nazis. I hate Nazis in general. I hate racists. I hate them. I hate criminals. I hate guys that ride around with their young child on the on the, the fuel tank of their motorcycle like that guy in Texas. I hate personal trainers out of Britain that, that, that body shame others for no reason when they're just trying to get in shape at the gym. So it's okay to hate those kind of people. Maybe don't hate them. Make fun of them. Point out where they're wrong. And then maybe help them to be a little better. Maybe you have someone like that in your personal life. Help them to be a little better. Inform them. That's what you can do. Because the advantage of, 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 of the speed of light, this informational speed of light that we have right now, where everything moves so fast, is we can do that. Now I get it. Things are going to get lost. But we can do that. We can convey our messages and our opinions and everything else. And I just ask you as wall fans to do it with love. And do it, for, do it lifting other people up. 
And even if they are doing things that are bad or counterintuitive to that, teach them. Teach them to be better about it. All right. Let's get into a little sports. I'm really just trying to get to common sense tonight because we got a lot of common sense. All right. Sports. Football's coming up. NFL's coming up right now. So just prepare yourselves. We got two weeks till football comes out. This is when all of your significant others that are into football and into sports, and if you're not, if you are as well, if, like if you're in a couple and you're both, then that's great. However, if you have a significant other that is not into sports, or you you are not into sports and you have a significant other that is, we are about at that time where everyone starts watching football every Sunday. It just happens. Football happens. NFL happens to be the most popular sport in this country. Um, and, I, I, you know, and that really boils down to to just one thing: why the NFL is the most popular sport in this country, and that is because it is easy to consume and it's easy to keep track of. Uh, because every team plays once a week, once a week, sixteen games for a season, easy to consume. Whereas baseball, uh, one hundred and sixty-two games. Man, they got fireworks going off. Good old Highland Park, fireworks going off for no reason on a Thursday night. Hopefully, someone blew their hand off. Oh man, I shouldn't say that true though hope they did blow their hand off freaking illegal fireworks get a life get a freaking life all right you know what i'm just the kaepernick saga continues there was a protest outside of the nfl headquarters this week uh, for kaepernick i get it i think speaking out for these things is important i have shown my personal support for kaepernick and everyone who's taken a knee and everything else and i do want to point out one thing that came up on the radio today and i found this very interesting because a lot of people in the military get offended they get offended when someone sits down or kneels for the national anthem and it was brought up on the radio today what does the national anthem have to do with the military what does it did someone in the military come up with the national anthem did they do guys in the military sing the national anthem as they're running into war? Now, they carry the flag. I get the respect for the flag. And I've said it before on this show. I stand for the national anthem personally. However, I support anyone that wants to sit or take a knee or whatever it is for something that they believe in when they believe there should be change. But what does a silly song have to do with the military? Just because someone's kneeling or sitting doesn't mean they don't support the military. Those don't go hand in hand. They don't. I'll give you the flag to an extent, but not some silly song. And then on top of that, I will challenge you because anyone out there, and you can tell this to your friends if someone says, you know what, that's un-American. You know what, I have friends that are veterans. You know what, they should be standing no matter what. Let me put this on you. Ask that person that brings that up. When the national anthem plays on television and you're at home, do you stand? Do you stand and remove your hat? Do you stand and put your hand over your heart when it's playing on television? 99.9% of those people are going to say no. They're going to say no. So just because we're in a stadium, we have to stand. Again, I stand. I like standing for it. I disagree with so many things that are happening in this country, but I like standing for it. That's just me personally. I'll tell you right now, if I was an NFL player, I would be one of those players that was standing with his hand over his heart, and my left hand would be on the shoulder of one of those guys that was kneeling or sitting or standing whatever it is, because I do support what they're doing. I do support it. However, protesting outside the NFL headquarters, is, it, we're just, you're not going to accomplish anything. We're not going to change it. We're not going to change it. As I've said before, these NFL owners, all of them, rich white Republicans, 
rich white Republicans. And they are afraid to put someone who speaks their mind on their team. There are a few exceptions. I've said it before. The Dolphins don't have, the Miami Dolphins, I understand why they don't do it. He has spoken out in favor of Fidel Castro, and that is just on another level of things. You cannot offend your fan base like that. There's way too large of a Cuban population in Miami to do that. However, every, every other team needs to stop sitting on their hands. And if you don't want to sign him, admit why you don't want to sign him. Just admit it, because I'd have more respect for you then, instead of pretending he's not good enough to be on your team, when the freaking Baltimore Ravens signed a guy who hasn't played in three years. Hasn't thrown a football in the NFL in three years. Oh, this, oh that's good. Yeah, let's sign that guy. Not the guy that took his team to a Super Bowl and almost won the Super Bowl. Against your Baltimore Ravens team, I might add. All right. I want to get even more serious here for a second. In fact, I'm going to have a sip of my Deschutes Inversion IPA. A little story came out this week about Robert Kraft and the Patriots. Robert Kraft, if you're not familiar, is the owner of the New England Patriots. I take it a little personally because I happen to be a New England Patriots fan. I grew up a New England Patriots fan. My father grew up in Boston. So I grew up a fan of every Boston sports team except for the Celtics simply because I don't care to watch that. I've never been an NBA fan. I was a Michael Jordan fan in the 90s, simply my mother's from Chicago, a bunch of my family's. So everyone was a Michael Jordan fan in the 90s. I've just never been a basketball fan. It's hard for me to watch. Played a lot of basketball. Loved playing basketball as a teenager in high school. Uh, I just I, It's hard for me to sit down and watch basketball. I like watching my baseball. I like watching football. I like watching hockey. I, I enjoy college basketball. I just can't watch the NBA, so I'm not a Celtics fan. A little story came out this week about how Robert Kraft gave President Donald Trump a Super Bowl ring after the Patriots won the Super Bowl um, and they went to visit the White House. Gave him a Super Bowl ring. And everyone went crazy on social media. In fact, I had a personal friend who called out another personal friend and said, this just means you're a fan of Trump. Well, let me inform you out there, wall fans, and anyone watching on Facebook Live, and you can tell your friends this too. Let's unpack it. So Robert Kraft owns the Patriots. Robert Kraft brought the, bought the New England Patriots in the late 90s. Which means the majority of people over the age of like 20, 25 were Patriots fans before Robert Kraft even owned the goddamn team. And a lot of them are fans for the same reason that I'm a fan because I grew up cheering for the New England Patriots, watching the New England Patriots with my father. It has nothing to do with politics. Nothing to do with politics. Let's unpack that a little further. So, Donald Trump got a Super Bowl ring from Robert Kraft of the New England Patriots. So, all Patriots fans, that makes them a fan of Donald Trump. Well, you know what, Baltimore Ravens fans? Y'all had a murderer on your team who was the MVP of the last Super Bowl you won. So, based on that thinking, everyone who's a Baltimore Ravens fan is a murderer. Oh, oh, Pittsburgh, you're not a Baltimore Ravens fan. Maybe you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Hmm. Ben Roethlisberger, the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Convicted of rape. Convicted of rape. So, if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, based on the, the, the thinking that Patriots fans are Trump fans because Robert Kraft gave Donald Trump a Super Bowl ring, that means if you're a Steelers fan, you're a rapist. You're a fan of rapists. And you are a rapist. Want to go a little further here? Want to go a little further here, Wall fans? Dallas Cowboys. They got a guy, they had a guy two years ago convicted for domestic violence. Ridiculous guy, Greg Hardy. No remorse for it. And right now, a guy suspended for six games for domestic violence still on their roster. 
So, Dallas Cowboys fans, if Patriots fans all have to be Trump supporters because Robert Kraft gave Donald Trump a ring, then you're all domestic abusers. You know why? Because it goes both ways, Wall fans. It goes both ways, ladies and gentlemen, out there on Facebook Live. You can't have one and then not the other. Now, I don't think all Pittsburgh Steelers fans are rapists. I don't think all Baltimore Ravens fans are murderers. But think about it that way. When someone tells you, oh, you're a Patriots fan. Oh, they're a Patriots fan. Any Patriots fan has to be a Trump supporter. No, they don't. Get your shit together. Think about what you're saying. I was a Patriots fan long before Robert Kraft owned this team. Long before Donald Trump even thought about running for president. I don't know. Maybe he was thinking about it in the 80s. I don't know. But think about that. Think about that analogy because that is accurate. That is accurate, Wall fans. Jesus Christ. I'm skipping tech this week. We're gonna, we'll talk about that next week. You know why? Because I want to get in a little bit of common sense. I want to get into a little bit of common sense right now because we got some good common sense. Actually, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to take that back, Wall fans. You know why? Let's lighten it up a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about Burning Man. That's right. That's right, Wall fans. Many of my friends are on their way or heading out very soon to Burning Man in Nevada. In fact, uh, my campmates that are going this year are heading out tomorrow. Tomorrow. One of my campmates, Little Sean, who's bringing a lot of the infrastructure. I know it's confusing. His name is Sean. He's littler. We call him Little Sean. I know it's confusing, but he is picking up a lot of stuff for the infrastructure and leaving in a caravan tomorrow to go set up Dr. Carl's department of, no, I don't, we're not, I don't know. I don't know what we're called this year. It's, it's, it's Dr. Carl's something. I know Bridget's giving me sad faces. She wishes she was there too. I'll be crying uh, a week from Saturday as I'm avoiding watching the man burn because I'm not there. So I want to talk about this for a minute. I want to squash a couple things, and then I want to give you a little bit of a uh, little bit of info, personal info, personal story on the burn as well. Uh, so I found this article. This one actually came out today. This was on Yahoo, uh, and it was simply just—I don't even know where this article came from. Very short, but it talked about Moop. If you're not familiar with Moop, it's M-O-O-P, stands for Matter Out of Place. Uh, Burning Man is a is a leave-no-trace event, so everyone takes their own trash out. Now, obviously, you get some idiots out there that are going to leave some stuff. I'm not going to get into all this difference on matter out of place. However, I did find some interesting comments when I scrolled down. Some, someone decided to comment on this. Uh, they descend into Reno like locusts, clean out all the stores of food, water, camping supplies, then head to the playa. At the end of Burning Man, they return to Reno, dump all their trash recyclables, and leave. Uh, I can tell you for a fact that's not true. Simply not true. Maybe one or two of them are doing it, and we're going to talk about lumping people in, much like we did with, uh, you know, NFL and that stuff and Robert Kraft. Um, but there was another one that got me. Oh, gosh, I can't find it now. I'm trying to find the comment. Anti-capitalist festival that charges $1,000 a ticket. So don't go, and it's not $1,000 a ticket, and it's not... It is a little bit anti-capitalist. It's anti. Uh, it's an, it's anti-commodification, because it's all about sharing. You don't go there to buy things. You don't. You know. You just don't go there to buy things. Um, and the, there's one that was killing me, and I'm looking. I can't remember the exact quote on the the comment, but it it was 
it was something along these lines. Burning Man is an excuse for a bunch of gay guys to go walk around naked in the desert and smoke weed. Hmm. 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 Somebody should have told me I was gay. Should I go tell my wife? Because I love Burning Man. I love going to Burning Man. Bridget, who's on here, she goes with her husband. I see Susan, Susan, Susan Bess on here. Uh, she's been with her husband. So, yeah. Hmm. Now, granted, there are some gay people. There are gay people out there. But that doesn't mean it's just an excuse for gay people to go out there and walk around naked smoking weed. And I hate to inform all of you idiots that are commenting on this Yahoo thing. You can't actually smoke weed out in, out in the open at Burning Man. It's, it's illegal. Cops are going to bust you for it. Um, that's true. And straight girls. There are plenty of straight girls. Yes, Bridget. I know. That's why I was calling you out on it. Been out there with your husband. Obviously, not everyone's gay at the burn. I get it. This one, that just got me. Just like, I mean, all of the comments. Because someone was like... Uh, some, someone was like, it's all millennial snowflakes and blah, blah, go to the burn. In fact, look at the consensus for the burn. The majority of burners are not millennials. That's just, that's a fact. That is a verified fact that the majority of burners are not millennials. <laughs> now it's creeping up here as they get older. You're probably going to get a, you know, a higher, higher intake of millennials. However, bottom line, they're not, it's, it's not a lot of millennials. It's just not. Um, Okay. All right, uh, I've been sitting on this stuff for a little while, and we're running out of time, but I want to get into one thing here that's been killing me uh, really for the past week when all this protesting stuff came out, um, and I want to call people out on inaccuracies. We talked about that a little bit in the social media section this week, uh, and one of those would be... So there is a smear campaign that came out, and this is... So there's a certain you know, notable person in this country uh, that likes to use the term fake news a lot. Lots of it. Lots of it. Uh, well, the interesting thing is his supporters, I have found, are the ones contributing the most to this fake news. Uh, and one of those would be, um, and I found this on BBC today, a, a campaign that came out against Antifa, which is, if you're not familiar with Antifa, it's anti-fascist. It's kind of an overarching umbrella term for people that don't believe in fascism. So, you know, clearly uh, we should all be against people that hate fascism. We had a whole frickin' war about it in the 40s and how we shouldn't be for fascism. But yes, let's get on people that are against fascism because that makes perfect sense. And what's happening with this is they found a bunch of photos of a British model from 2007. And these photos are actually of a, a, an anti-domestic abuse campaign. So it shows women in makeup uh, with like black eyes and cuts and everything else. And what it's saying, what what I found is that there's organizations putting these out saying that Antifa is has these ads made to say, uh, you know, it, if if you voted for Trump, this is what you should look like. Well, this is the definition of fake news because it's not actually happening. Someone made this up and put it out there. Which brings me to my next point, and that would be there was a little rally, and as you know, Go Tell Us The Wall, we're not political. We don't get political here at Go Tell Us The Wall. If you've listened to the podcast and you know that I'm a bit of a dirty hippie, you can probably understand where my political allegiances would lie. I'm a registered independent. I don't like Democrats. I don't like Republicans. I don't like any of them. I'm a registered independent. I like common sense. I like lifting people up. I like caring for each other. That's what I like. But... 
Mr. Donald Trump had a little little rally in Phoenix the other day, you know, and talked about his big crowds and everything else. And fine, I'm not going to get into that. However, a lot of Trump supporters took to social media the following day and started posting photos of the huge crowd outside of this rally in Phoenix. Well, if you look a little closer, all these photos, they got posted and then shared and shared again and shared again and shared again and probably shared again. We're actually photos of the Cleveland Cavaliers victory parade in Cleveland last year, well, 2016, after they won the championship. Fake news. Fake news, wall fans. And none of them even care that they're getting called out on it. Spreading fake news. Think about it. Think about where the fake news is coming from. And that gets me to my next point, and the most important point. Because there was a bunch of memes coming out talking about how the protesters in Boston were beating up police officers. Let's unpack this for a moment, wall fans. I get it, and I've said it before. They, yeah, I think they're obsessed with something else. It's kind of like the guy that has a gigantic truck and doesn't really need the gigantic truck. Good call, Bridget. Bridget is essentially turning into my co-host here, um, and, and she does it on purpose. I've asked her to because she kind of keeps things moving along. Um... And now I lost my... Oh, no. So I want to unpack this a little bit because I've said before the difference in protesters. And we talked about this with the NFL and everything else. So here's the bottom line. Whenever you have a large group of people, even at, the, even at Burning Man, at the burn, you're going to have a couple people that are maybe going to do things that are not right. Maybe they're going to be a little violent. Those things happen. But you know what? The difference is the majority of those people are speaking out about something important. They are. Bottom line. So you can sit here and you can say, well, maybe people at this neo-Nazi rally, and that's what we're calling it. I'm not even using this stupid fucking alt-right term. We're not using it anymore. They're called Nazis. They're called Nazis. That's what they are. If you're waving a Nazi flag, waving a swastika, talking about how Jews need to leave, you're a Nazi. That's what you are has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with human beings. So that's the difference when it comes to protests. Maybe there's a couple violent people on this Antifa side. Maybe that happens. But the bottom line is, all of them are protesting for good. They're protesting anti-discrimination. They're against discrimination. They're against racism. They're against hurting others. And maybe there's some great people on this neo-Nazi side doing this rally and everything else. Maybe they're good. Maybe they wouldn't kick a police officer. Maybe these other things. But you know what? They're out there standing up for something that's wrong. They're standing up for hate and racism. So I don't care how nice of a person they are. That's the bottom line. This is actually, I've always said, life is a gray area. This is black and white, wall fans. This is black and white. This is people who hate other people clashing with people who love other people. That's what this is clashing with people who want to stick up for other people. That's what's going on here. And the most ridiculous thing about that is all these little memes, these little blue lives matter and all this stuff that, that was posting this on social media. They were saying, oh, oh, they were beating up the police officers and everything else, the protesters. Yeah, go ahead and YouTube the press conferences from the police commissioner of Boston as well as the mayor of Boston and see what they had to say about it. See what they had to say about it and see what side they were on. And then figure out if you're on the right side. If you're on the right side of history. If you're on the right side of hate. 
That's what's going on. That's what's going on. So stop it. Stop spreading fake news. Have common sense. Have passion. Just don't have passion about being a hateful Nazi. Hateful racist. Who thinks white people need to be lifted up in this country. White people have had just enough. They've had plenty. Honestly, I had it. Didn't have the, have it the best growing up. My parents were fantastic. We didn't have a ton of money. But I had it pretty good compared to some others. And I recognize that. I recognize that. And I think some other people in this country need to do that as well. Need to recognize that. Absolutely. All right. I want to get into one more thing here. We are running out of time. I know. It goes so fast every week. Every week I'm scrambling for content and then I get here. I'm like, I got to ax this. I got to ax this. I got to ax this. It happens. Um, so I want to talk about one more thing because I keep teasing this friend zone thing and we are still going to talk about it. I'm saving it for next week. I'm making a note now, pretending to make a note on my notes. Yep. I do want to talk about one thing that really I had been thinking about recently. Um, and that is gratitude. That is gratitude. Because honestly, I find myself lacking in this respect as well. Um, and that is, no matter who you are, no matter how tough you've had it, there's probably at least a couple people in your life that have enriched your life, that have made things a little better, that have helped you through a tough time maybe. And think about maybe you said thank you in the moment and everything else. But were you really showing your gratitude you may have been grateful, incredibly grateful, but were you really showing your gratitude? And this is a challenge I'm putting to all of you wall fans. Not even a challenge. Just try to think about that. Be conscious of it in your everyday life. Maybe it's a thank you card. Maybe it's a thank you email. You know? Maybe it's just a conversation. Just always make sure you're showing how thankful you are. Always make sure of that. And I'm guilty of it myself. And in fact, right now, thank you, Wall fans. Thank you, all of you who download and listen and like and share. Thank you, all of you on the live feed. You are incredibly appreciated. It is. You are. Because it's tough to do this. It is. As much as I can enjoy doing this and I can BS for a while, it's tough to, to get up to do this. So I appreciate all of you and what you do. And I issue that challenge, not even a challenge, just, just, just go with it and, and make sure you're grateful when someone does something nice for you. Even if it's a stranger, you know, you don't have to send a stranger a thank you card, but if it's a stranger, just really show your gratitude instead of just a nod and a thank you. Say, thank you so much. You know, have a good day because that little bit goes so far. It really does. And that's what we need more of in this country, in this world is gratitude. And lifting each other up. And that's what we do at Go Tell Us the Wall podcast. We show gratitude. We lift each other up. We love each other. And we do it all with passion and common sense. That's going to do it for us this week. Thank you, Wall fans. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, on the live feed. Thank you for joining. It does help immensely. I love having this live feed here. Part of it could just be that I like looking at myself in the camera. No, that's definitely not the case. Let's not pretend that's the case, Sean. We're not going to do that. I'm just kidding. Uh, but we are out of time. This has been episode 28 of Go Tell Us the Wall podcast. As always, I appreciate all of you listening, tuning in, 
downloading. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell to the wall on Twitter at tell the wall pod or at magic Muppet and coming very, 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 very soon. Seanerworklive.com, which will house a lot of different things on it as well. As always, I am the one and only Sean O'Rourke. This has been Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. And remember, Wall fans, always with passion, but no matter what you do, no matter who you meet, no matter why you do it, no matter where you go, always, always, always use common sense.